Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Jessica Stevens here. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another Now What Wednesday. I am so grateful to each and every single one of you who show up each week to listen to our amazing stories from our fantastic guests that open up their heart and share like really, really hard experiences that they went through, but they want to make sure that those experiences were not for nothing and pay it forward and share the lessons with all of you. So I'm so grateful to each and every single one of my guests this season for coming on and opening up their heart. I'd also like to thank all of our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show. It literally is the thing that keeps us going <laughs> along with our some of our awesome sponsors. So if you are a patron, big love and thank you to you today and always. And if you are interested in becoming a patron because you love this show and you want to support it and see it keep going and growing, head over to patreon.com backslash I just blank now what and sign up to become a patron. You can do a $5 a month donation or a $10 a month donation as a full access patron and get some really cool, awesome content from behind the scenes, some bonus episodes, some extra freebies. You know, we like to like give lots of value to people. So go sign up to become a patron and get that those awesome bonuses. All right, so let's get to today's episode. It is one that I think is going to resonate with a bunch of people because it is dealing with that hot topic, as always, anxiety and depression. And my guest, Maya, today is sharing her story about coming off of all her antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication and why she chose to do that, and what she needed to do to manage her depression and anxiety when she did. So that is something that each individual obviously needs to think about for them personally, consult their doctors. We are not giving any medical advice here, but we just want to share another perspective on how you could possibly go about managing symptoms by changing up your lifestyle and making a decision that medication isn't for you. <laughs> so if you are somebody who is currently on medication for any, any of your conditions, please consult your doctor, but just take this in and think about, you know, what would life look like or what could life be if I wasn't having to take these meds every single day? And how would that feel for you? So that is what we're going to share today in the episode. So let's, let's get to know Maya a little bit. In these surreal and chaotic times, a desire for inner peace seemed not only necessary but urgent. Maya's journey from a Balkan War refugee to practitioner of mind-body healing provides a unique foundation for managing the current flux of the human condition. Combining her life experience with her knowledge of yoga and Pilates, Maya hopes to impact the mindful approach to achieving core strength and stability. With a measure of discipline and open-mindedness, she believes we can learn from every experience while aiming to achieve the goals we set out for ourselves. Maya is ready for the challenge. Only question, are you? So without further ado, let's get to the now what? Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. 
I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, have you ever had that I just feel so bloated, now what moment? <laughs> Me too, and that's when I reach for my Greens Gut Glow Drink. Yep, I can sip my way to healthier looking skin, support my digestive system, and get an extra scoop of greens all in one bundle that helps me de-bloat. This nutritious trinity includes three of my favorite Arbonne nutrition products, Be Well Superfood Greens, Gut Health Digestion and Microbiome Support, and Skin Elixir Collagen Support. I drink this every day. The greens, just one scoop of this versatile vegan superfood powder, delivers a blend of 36 fruits and vegetables in each serving for a boost of greens, featuring fiber, photonutrients, along with a natural deep green color courtesy of blue-green algae derived from spirulina, chlorelia, wheatgrass, and barleygrass. Just one scoop provides me with the benefits of eating a full color spectrum of fruits and vegetables. Minding my gut's microbiome is a must, and this delicate balance of bacteria helps support favorable gut flora. Designed to support the benefits of a healthy diet, this plant-powered natural health product mixes easily with water, so its blend of probiotics and enzymes can work synergistically with my body to help support gastrointestinal health. Its ingredients include inulin from chicory root and 3 billion CFUs of Bacillus coagulant probiotics plus enzymes that act as a digestive aid. This natural health product helps support favorable gut flora while helping to digest proteins and contains ginger, which traditionally used in herbal medicine to help relieve digestive upset. For the glow, I'm sipping my way to healthier looking skin. This acai or dragon fruit flavored vegan natural health product features antioxidant vitamin C to help in collagen formation to maximize healthy bones, cartilage, teeth, and gums, silicone and biotin to support healthy hair, skin, and nails, and a blend of sea buckthorn fruit extract, pine bark extract, and vitamin C for antioxidants. This vegan natural health product provides beneficial ingredients for my skin, hair, and nails. So head to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and use promo code ARBON10 to get 10% off your Greens Gut Glow Bundle. That's jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and promo code ARBON10 gets you 10% off. Or just click the link in the show notes and get your Greens Gut Glow Bundle all in one click. Well, hello, Maya. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for you to be here as well. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so we're going to jump in and share a pretty impactful story with you today. But before we do that, obviously, I just read your beautiful bio to everybody. But I always love guests to share a little bit about themselves in their own words. What would you like the people to know about you, Maya? 
Yes, so yes, my name is Maya and I am movement educator. I am Pilates and Yoga certified instructor and I've been living in Canada for, oh gosh, now, yes, 15 years. And I was born in Bosnia, kind of like Eastern, Southern Eastern Europe. And then when the war hit, I moved around a little bit. Well, a little bit more. <laughs> and then finally, I landed in Canada 15 years ago. So yeah, that's kind of like a short story. Very you've, short. You've taken some journeys to get here, haven't you? Yes, yes. It was a, quite a journey. Yes. Quite a journey. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure living through a lot of what was going on in Europe at the time in Bosnia, that kind of impacted you like, and emotionally and even you know, just picking up and moving across the continent, a continent to a new place comes with a little bit of anxiety, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe a little bit more. (laughs) So, and also being a little bit more genetically predisposed to anxiety, it did not make things a little bit easier, right? But uh, yes, it it was quite anxious and stressful period in my life. And it can trigger a lot of depression and a lot of, yes, a lot of anxiety as well. Gosh, I would so, I would be so anxious that, you know, those like revolving doors when you, let's say, I used to live in Toronto for 10 years. And then when you go through these doors, and I was just even anxious just going through those revolving doors, going to subway. And I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. that's how anxious I was, right? <laughs> yeah. But you were on anxiety medication? Yes. Yes. I was diagnosed. So when I came to Canada, just, I, I think like three to four years since I got here, I was diagnosed with depression and I was put on anti-anxiety medications and antidepressants as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them. <laughs> what, did they, they were helpful for you though, right? Like they were, they were necessary? I would uh, like to think that at the time, I think that was the only solution that we could find. And I had my therapist, so... She, we would try all these medications. At some point, I was in a, on four different ones. So I was on Zoloft, I was on Pristique, Cymbalta, can't even remember. <laughs> but we were kind of like mixing and matching, right, at that time, just to kind of like get me through the day. Just so I'm able to go out, I am, I'm able to go under the ground. Let's say if I have to take the subway, that was a big one for me. A lot of anxiety triggering and a lot of social anxiety as well. So yes, at that time, I believe the medications were necessary mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> it's funny because when I, you know, share a little bit about my story and my past, and I t- kind of talk about my career, there's this phrase that I use, I say often is like, and I loved it and it was amazing until it wasn't. Right. <laughs> so I yes. feel like that's kind of the statement for you too. Like, yes, they were helpful and I used them and I needed them until I didn't until, or until were, yeah, I, until absolutely. it wasn't helpful anymore. So your story is talking about like, I just stopped taking my anxiety medication. Now what? So <laughs> this could be something that a lot of other people are experiencing, whether they're either just, you know, they're also, you know, on a cocktail of meds, like you were in the past. And they're thinking like, do I need to be on these forever? I would love to transition off or people who might be just getting into 
starting the first time of using medication to help them manage their mental health and whatever. So yeah, tell us your story. What was the thing that kind of triggered you to say, okay, I don't want to take these anymore, or I don't, I'm stopping. And then what was your kind of plan moving forward to live med free? Right. So the especially anti-anxiety medications that I were all, that I were on at that moment were very numbing. So let's say in the morning I would wake up, barely I would wake up, and then it would take me four hours to kind of like be able to think because I had this foggy brain and I guess I was so under medications that I was not able to feel anything. I was, and somebody as a creative person, very creative. So I have a graphic design background and that was for me. I did not feel myself anymore. I, I was just couldn't, couldn't, I could not cry and I could not laugh. Right. So I kind of didn't have any emotions and was very frightening for me to live like that every day. And I did not feel like a human being. I was just like this robot. Okay, we take these meds. I wake up very with foggy brain. I'm barely moving. Okay, 12 o'clock hits, one o'clock hits. Okay, I'm kind of like waking up, right? And then we were back again the next day. So did not, at that point, I realized the medications weren't really doing anything for me. And it was scary and humbling experience at the same time. So they were probably uh, because they they were doing knew... more harm to you than good at that point. At that point, yes. At that point, absolutely. The, the benefits that I was receiving in the beginning were not there anymore. I was just very, yeah, I was like a zombie. <laughs> just with it, not so pale skin, right? <laughs> I was still like a zombie. And yeah, I, I I didn't enjoy anything anymore. And and I couldn't even express my feelings anymore because everything was like, eh, all right, sure, yeah, whatever. Right. No, and I and I really wanted to that that that's what makes you human, these emotions and feelings, uh, whether they're being, you know, you can label them as good or bad. But that's what makes you human. And when I realized I don't have that anymore, I knew I had to change something. How long were you on that meds? For me? All right. So I'm really bad with time. And I was trying <laughs> to remember today. I'm like, oh, gosh, this was like 10 years ago. I would say around four to five years, four years, I think. Okay. Four years at least, for sure. Yeah. So the, so maybe like the first couple of years, definitely helpful with managing your anxiety and whatever, but then, you know, the probably like how long did it take you kind of realize and know that you were a bit too even toned and there was no more highs and no more lows? Oh God. Yeah. Well, at least six to nine months I was okay. living like that. Because at the time you, and and again, there's a lot of stigma around depression and mental illness and anxiety that whatever your doctor gives you, you're like, okay, great. Thank you so much. And let's hope it works. Right. And sometimes I, I was reluctant to say, okay, this doesn't work because before we tried like six other meds. Right. And I'm like, okay, let's stick with these. And I think at that time I did not, I wasn't brave enough just to be like, okay, this is not working. Let's, let's, let, let's switch. Let's Reevaluate. So it this. took me, right. Yeah. So it took me pretty like well, six to nine months to realize, okay, I was kind of like living like that, like a, like a, like a walking zombie. Right. So yeah, up to nine months, I think. Yeah. Okay. So once you kind of clued in, been like, oh, I'm not, 
I'm not liking how I'm not feeling anything. Right. What, what uh, was your next steps? Talking to your doctor? Like, did, you know. So I did tell her at the time. And unfortunately, I don't think we understood each other very well. And I, I, I don't think I, at the time, my, my, I didn't get a, enough support that I needed. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of like my doctor who would just prescribed me the meds. And, and, and at, at that time, I'm like, okay, it's this or that, right? <laughs> There's no other way. You're, you're, you know, you're going to grow or you're going to, you know, you're going to go down. There's no third option. So I knew very, very deep inside and my gut that I did not want to feel like that anymore. So we start to minimize the dose and then eventually, and then the minimizing of the dose was just kind of like maybe two months long journey and then after that I cut it completely and funny enough that at the time when I was cutting when I was feeling like that I was diagnosed with thyroid disease that that might be a different podcast right a different episode but because thyroid disease can mimic depression anxiety right so that was kind of like happening at the same time and we never checked my thyroid levels right so I kind of like okay this is not working out bye see you later <laughs> and I was uh, by myself I was left without any support but I found a lot of courage in a movement and in meditation that really grounded me and really helped me to ride the wave as I was taking off meds at that time. Oh, wow. So that must have been really kind of scary time for you. Like you're coming off these meds that you've been on for so long. You don't really feel like you have the support of your doctors and your medical team in what it is that you want to do. And did you actually have any fears that your anxiety was going to come back like full force, like supercharged as soon as you came off the meds? Fine enough. No, no, because I think I was, I, I trusted myself at that time that this is the right thing to do. And I didn't even think what, what would happen after that. Right. I was just kind of like, okay, let's go, just go through this first and then, and then we'll deal with other things. Right. So it was, yeah. So it was very humbling again, experience and very, very scary at the moments where, where I would, I would ask myself if I made the right decision right? Mm-hmm. a couple of times. <laughs> Probably more yeah. than a couple of times you were like, Did oh, I yeah. right <laughs> so what kind of kept you on the path? What kind of helps you answer? Yes, I made the right decision. You know, I, I am better off now than I was before. And then, you know, let's talk a little bit more about this movement and meditation stuff. So, you know, how, how did you use those practices to really help you wean off of your medication and, and keep your anxiety at bay? Right. So I would make, I made like a little, little corner in my, in my living room where I had my mat out through the whole, every single day. So I wouldn't roll it back in. It was out. It was ready to go. So each, every time when I would feel anxiety is coming up, where I would feel these racing thoughts or some heart palpitation or, you know, depression, I would just go on my mat and even, even like five minutes breathing or very gentle movement would would ground me and would help me to overcome. So the more I did it, 
the more it became easier, of course, right? It's like, it's like a muscle, right? So you're kind of like, <laughs> you're training this, you're training yourself to each time when you're feeling anxious or depressed to really acknowledge the, the, the what is happening in your body and in your mind and go on the mat and do, do the first thing that calls you, right? The first thing. And that lasted for like three months. Go three months. I would not go out of the house before I meditated. I would not go out of the house before I did some movement, grounded myself, and then, and then everything else, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it really, really helped me to ground myself. And being a movement educator helped me to get out of my head into my body, which was really helpful at the time just to overcome that sometimes rising levels of anxiety, right? Without meds. When you were talking about your mat and it was out there in the corner, you know, the, the visual that came to mind for me was, you know, when little kids are put in a timeout, like they've done something and the parents like send them to be like, go sit, you're in a timeout. Right. I was that that's kind of like the visual that I had of you being like, I'm feeling anxious. I'm having all these feelings, whatever. I'm going to go, I'm going to go sit on my mat. I'm going to go meditate. I'm going to do, do a little stretching. And then I'm going to like regulate my emotions. And I just thought, I'm like, Hey, that's actually what we want these little kids to do when we send them to timeout is to like, bring it down a notch, right? Like, Ooh, like they're either crying or they're having a temper tantrum or they're su- su- super upset that they, that, you know, something's happened and we're like, you're in a timeout. Don't you wish like right. we as adults all just kind of learned this whole concept of like taking a timeout and like go sit in the corner and like breathe and like think, oh God. Some, yeah. think, <laughs> think some th- positive thoughts and like control ourselves. Oh my goodness. That's exactly what yeah. came to my mind when you were talking about that. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, it's such a it's such a great yeah, yes, absolutely. That's that's the same thing, right? And of course, you know, those days there there were days where, where we're just like, you know, well a, a bit they were hard and humbling again experience, but I was I was feeling things, right? I was even if I was sad, I was letting myself to be sad. And even if I would cry, I would let myself cry. It's almost like a new thing to me, right? After years of of kind of like suppressing emotions with the medications, even though it was hard, I'm like, oh my God, okay, that's okay. You'll cry. It's fine, right? You're feeling something. So you were Yay. probably happy that you were feeling <laughs> right. sad. Yes, as long as that sounds, yes, that sounds very, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Right, because going from weird, not being but... able to really feel anything to finally feeling stuff, no matter where it was on the spectrum of feeling, you're like, I'm feeling something. This is amazing. Right, <laughs> right. yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it just, and it, it, it grounds you, right? It, it's almost like a purging, right? Every time when you... Uh, when you feel sadness or anger and you let it you let it in and then you let it out it's it's purging right you get it like kind of like a clean slate and you can you can move on right how long were you into yoga and meditation before this like i'm assuming you were practicing yoga and meditation even when you were on your anxiety medication so you know what attracted you to yoga meditation and and you know all that stuff from even before Yeah, so it's been 14 years, I would say, consistent practice. And 
I remember, I still remember my first meditation yoga teacher. And yeah, at the time I was living in Toronto on uh, Young and Eglinton. And there was something in me that really, uh, that was very intrigued by the whole spirituality that, that yoga and meditation brings. And, and not necessarily spirituality, right? But just getting to know yourself. Like when we meditate, we get to know ourselves. We get to we get to you know, realize the thoughts that are happening in the head, right? We get to we re- yeah really get to know each other, know ourselves on a deeper, deeper level, and really, really help me to to understand what is happening, to understand my thoughts, to understand my my energy goes to. Yeah, to just understand myself as a as a as a spiritual human being, right? And that first class, I still remember that first class. I we were practicing. I came out of that class. It's almost like they took my blinds off from the eyes, and 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 I was completely into my in my body, and I and I could completely feel myself. I don't know if that if that actually makes sense at all. What I'm saying right now, but it was literally like somebody took the blinds off my eyes and like, hey, hello, <laughs> welcome back, <laughs> right? <laughs> something like that, something in those lines. And and often in meditation, we we seek that feeling again right and that that's that's that actually yeah that actually brought me to meditation and, and yoga and just feeling grounding grounded and getting getting to know myself more right so that that was that was really that was great from yeah that was kind of like oh it's like you're from a tunnel right like it's time time and then all of a sudden boom you're out of the tunnel and like oh so that's <laughs> of course so that's really feeling. what helps you gain that confidence in yourself for you to be able to stand up and say I don't want to be on these meds anymore Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 I think I I felt a change in my body at the time with thyroid the disease that I was um, getting at the, at that time as well, right? So that was at the same time, and I and I felt okay, this is not working out. There's something else going on in my body, right? Mm-hmm. So that probably made it easier for me to kick my medications off and be like, okay, let's see what's happening elsewhere in my body. What's happening. So you wean yourself off the meds. You are heavy into your meditation and your yoga practice and you send yourself to the corner to like meditate and breathe and do all that stuff on the daily. What else was really helping you as you transitioned off that medication to kind of feel like yourself? Right. So I seek the help from naturopath doctors as well. And that helped me to, to support my mental health a little bit more with the, with the natural products rather than chemicals. And again, these are just the right guidelines. I'm not giving any medical advice or anything like that. These are the things that worked for me. And these are the things that didn't work for me. Right. So, and I'm not promoting right again, any, yes, you have to do this, not don't do that. Right. But that's what worked for me. And I found a lot of support at the time through my natural naturopath doctor. Right. So, but movement, movement, movement saved me. <laughs> movement really saved me. Yeah. So, okay. So you start 
a feeling of the array of emotions again. And you're, you're happy when you're sad and you're happy when you're happy and you're, you're feeling things, you know, now what, 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 what was life like for Maya, who I guess was kind of like broken out of this cocoon in this shell? <laughs> right. It was, I, it, of course, it was no, oh, you know, roses. Now I'm off my meds. Everything is, you know, rosy and we're all good. Everything's and, wonderful. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. But it gave me, it gave me a lot of tools, learn a lot of tools that I can use later on. Right. So now let's say when I have a little bit of anxiety or when I have a, a little bit of depression, I let it sink in. I let, I sit for five minutes. I, you know, I, I reflect, I do a little bit of self-inquiry and then I move on. Right. So just knowing that I'm okay without meds, that I can function without meds, that I do have other other tools to help me navigate each time when I'm feeling right a little bit anxious or depressed right but I think it's very very important to to know these tools and to use them at the right time right because often it's kind of like we're okay oh my god I'm depressed right now I don't know what to do we know what to do deep down inside we know what what we need to do but there's so much resistance right and very very important to use these tools such as right meditation such as maybe you just need sleep right maybe you just need to sleep sleep it off or maybe you need to rest maybe you need to move so all these tools are very very important because we all have these tools right so just to use them when we're feeling a little bit anxious or uncertain or right whatever we're feeling but that was really for me very important to to know myself enough and love myself enough to be able to right to use these tools right because that's yeah again that's a different self-love is a different uh, episode right <laughs> but it all comes to that at the end right yeah. Well, you know what? Self-love is actually part of every single episode because <laughs> yeah. it is at literally the root of all of the stories of how people are feeling about themselves and what, you know, how they move forward. So That's how about, how about food, right? Did you change, was there any like changes in your diet that you and your naturopath kind of figured out, Hey, these are some triggering foods for me. Maybe I'm going to start avoiding some of these things, or these foods are really helpful for me when I, when I'm feeling a certain way, these are the things that I'm going to turn to, to eat, to nourish my body in a specific way. So talk to me about food. Cause I know that has a huge impact on mood. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh gosh. Yes. So for me it was a lot of, I was, well, I was eating fairly healthy, let's put it that way, kind of like, right. But again, when we're feeling, you know, anxious or depressed, nothing that ice cream cannot fix, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> top of ice cream, great. But it might help for a while, but then it, it can create a havoc again in the, in, the, in the body, right? But for me, a lot of whole foods. So I started shopping just kind of like around the aisles, not in the aisles. You just go in and shop around. You shop for fish. Let's say I was, she really recommended for me salmon and fish and then right veggies. And that's, that's pretty much what I ate. Right. And I think 
yeah, sal salmon was <laughs> was something. Salmon and sweet potato for some reason. She's like, yeah, take these, <laughs> right? <laughs> the more color it has, and also the better impact on your kind of like when you're eating it, when you see these colorful plates, and it just you know brings a little bit more joy, right? And you rather than okay, my my plate is all brown and everything looks the same. Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did food taste different for you? Like, what was was the experience of eating different once you kind of came off your medication and you were you were now able to like feel a little bit more? Were like, was food actually like more delicious to you? Yeah, I love that you asked that. Yes, actually, <laughs> that's that's very interesting that you asked that. When I was on meds, it just kind of like, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess we need to eat. Yeah, sure, fine. It just kind of like eating when I was on my meds was was more kind of like, I guess we need to do that and then just let's get it over with, right? Not not something that I would sit, enjoy and really take 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 time to to feel and to savor each each bite, right? So absolutely very, very, very different, very different experience. Now I sit and I enjoy my food <laughs> and I take time to chew and I take time to digest, right? I take time to cook a delicious meal because it does have a really, really great impact on your mental health. Yes. But what we I, put into the body. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I've heard that a really great way to get into a mindfulness practice, especially if meditation is something that people want to get into, but their the thoughts are always racing and it's hard for them to kind of, you know, stay present and mindful is to do it while you're eating. So it's like, what does my, what does this food feel like in my mouth? Like, is it crunchy? Right. Is it juicy? Is it whatever? Or the color when you like, yeah, the colors on the plate, like, the, like I'm taking in the reds and the greens. And so if people are challenged in getting into meditation and they want to start, you know, just being a little bit more present and mindful, they recommend starting it with food. Yes. Is it sweet? Yes, is it salty? Great. Is it spicy? Is it hot? Is it like, how does it, what's the sensations? How, like, how is it, how's this food making me feel? Right. Because Absolutely. we all have such an emotional and connection to food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that joy of eating, as you said, is super huge. Because I know there's times in your lives when you're like super hungry. I'm eating because I know I need just need to eat versus I'm, I'm enjoying this meal. I'm savoring this food. I'm like taking in all the flavors and my, my, my taste buds are getting all the palate you know, is, is activated versus like cut, swallow, eat, let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And oh gosh, now that you mentioned that we had a whole 45 minute meditation on a raisin, right? So we would take the one raisin and then we would close the eyes and we would bring the raisin towards the ear. And then what do you hear when you squeeze the raisin? And then you would bring it to the nose. Is there any smell that coming off, right? And then you would put it in the mouth and kind of like chew and go through the texture, but very slowly, right? So that was like a <laughs> half an hour, 45 minutes meditation with raisin. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? I love but that. Absolutely, yes, that's. Yeah. Uh, so that's, um, that's very, very important. Yeah. And the enjoyment of food has a huge impact on people's moods, right? So I'm glad to hear that food got better for you when you came off meds. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. Maya, so now what, what's, what's going on with you? How are, how is your, you know, mindset, your mental state, how are you feeling? How's your body, you know, and how long has it been since you've been off your medication? Yes, it's been, oh, all right. <laughs> was it 2022? <laughs> I'm really, again, bad with it. It's been four years take it around four years again I'm really bad with the timelines (laughs) but yeah it's been four years and of course again there are some times and when I'm I might be anxious more than other times there are some days when you know life goes on ups and downs but knowing that I have a support in myself right so I'm giving myself support by really slowing down and focusing on my breath, focusing what I'm eating, focusing on my thoughts helps me tremendously to go from day to day without requiring any medications or right. But very, very important to stay consistent, to stay consistent like with everything else so now I do not I don't go in world without first (laughs) taking care of myself without first doing a little bit of meditation maybe a little bit of reading and breath and then movement and then then everybody else right and and I made it to be non-negotiable right so and some people may call it okay you're selfish or whatever right but that's what i need right we are all different and we find all these ways what works best for us right so that for me very really finding support and trusting myself enough to to sit on a pillow meditate you know breathe a little bit so whatever that looks you know everybody's different but we all have different methods, right? But that's something that's for me that worked very well, right? And yeah, movement, meditation, breath every single day. Yeah, it has to be every day. Just like when you were on the medication, yeah. it was prescribed take daily or take three times a day, right? I think prescribing all of us time to like move three times a day or sit down and breathe three times a day. Like we need to actually prescribe ourselves that just as if we were to prescribe antibiotics or some other medication that we actually have to take on a regimen. And then like, they're like, do not divert. Like they're like, do not just stop. Don't, you know, remember on the labels of like any medication, like finish your prescription. You have to finish the <laughs> bottle. There is a reason why and take daily or take three times a day of meals, like you would follow that because it was doctor's orders. This is what you had to do. So a little bit of, you know, doctor's orders of you got to do this on the daily to make sure that you continue to feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You got to do it. And, and it became such a big part of my life right now that so my husband, like he knows, when I wake up, he knows I'm upstairs, he knows I need to do my thing, nobody asks me anything. And then I come downstairs, I'm like, Hey, how are you? Super well, everything's great, right? (laughs) So, so I've trained them, (laughs) people in my house to know, right, that I really need to take time for myself before I'm, I'm taking time for everybody else. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm giving them my time right now. Yeah. Super, super important. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for this amazing conversation. So where do you like thank to hang you. out? Where can the people find you if they want to 
talk to you a little bit more about your journey, if they want to, you know, work with you. I, obviously, you take on clients for movement and, and all that stuff. Where, can, where do you like to hang out on the socials? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. So my handle is Pilates with Maya. And I also have my Facebook group with the free 15-minute videos, movement videos, wellness and health, right? It's all about the wellness and health. So yes, mostly, yeah, Facebook group. And you can also find me on Instagram, Pilates with Maya. Awesome. Well, those will be in the show notes uh, for sure. Thank you for joining me today. It was such an enlightening conversation because, you know, there's so many people out there who are using some sort of medication to help regulate, right? And that's totally okay. If that's what they need and that's what they want to do. And if that's what makes them feel their best, awesome. But there's probably a big number of people out there who like you were like, do I really want to be on these medications any longer? Are they really helping me? Could there be another thing out there that could help me in a more impactful way that could actually give me back some of that life that I was missing? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. You. you did amazing. I know you were very nervous and anxious before this podcast started, but you did great. <laughs> thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so All much right. For having me. So everybody, thank you so much for another episode of I Just Blank. Now what? If this episode resonated with you, or if you know somebody who is going through something similar, please, please, please share this episode with them. It just may help them figure out their own. Now what? So that's it for us. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank? Now what? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.